Hello, everybody. I am, of course, the Fick Keeper. It's been quite a while, hasn't it? Well, God, the last time we did an episode was in fucking August. It's October now. Well, anyway, it's been about a year since the show started. I know none of you really care, but we decided to do a creepypasta special. Isn't that nice? <laughs> well... I might as well get the show started then. Have a good year, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Happy Halloween! Okay, that's enough of that shit. Let's start the show. You guys all got your your your, your pastas up and running? Um, I have, I have. Um, let me see. I have 152 words. Great. <laughs> and I'm not even, I'm not even past the intro. So I'll just wing the rest of it and see how it goes. Awesome. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I kind of like. That's what I kind of like. It, there's the more honesty in it. All right, so I guess we can start. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Fic. I am your host, Frank Margarella, and with me is Sam Forster. Hello. And that guy from Iceland. Hi. Death Turk. Yeah, his name's Death Turner, in case you didn't know. Yeah, that's good. That's his real name. It's a lot easier to pronounce it, Egil Andresen. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's been a while since uh, I've, we've had an episode up. I tried doing an episode with uh, with Sam and Lahel about Metal Gear Solid. That didn't go over well at all. Uh, we no. managed to just get a little short thing out of it. And it turned out that Sam was that little short thing, so good for him. Uh, I'm always a little short thing. <laughs> we're we're praying for you, Sam. <laughs> and uh, it's been a I don't know the, I don't remember the exact day that I started doing the show, but it's been about a year. I started the show in October, about a maybe a week before Halloween. This is about that. It's, it's the seventeenth of October, so fuck it. Uh, so I thought since it's Halloween and. Just, other reasons why not just do a creepypasta episode where we don't really have to have a specific topic a, a specific thing like i don't know five nights at freddy's or whatever so that's our show for today and good night no uh yeah so i, I don't know how to go from here i have the introduction then i have our fan then i have our uh our creepypasta i don't know where to go from there uh, mine, mine, mine isn't exactly a creepy pasta. It's more just a spooky, spooky story. Uh, okay. So, well, hmm. I, how have your guys this week been? <laughs> I'm hungover as fuck. Cool. What have you been drinking? Uh, I drank a bit of whiskey and beer last night. 
and uh, ate ate the severed head of a sheep. Cool. Uh, Sam might have died. No, uh, I'm here. Hold I'm on. here. I'm here. I'm back. Oh, you're here. Yeah, yeah. Now he's <laughs> a zombie. Spooky. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> That's... Yeah, that, that eagle eating the sheep was the scariest thing I saw all day yesterday. It was quite horrific. <laughs> you had your face pressed up against the window. Yeah. Just watching him eat a <laughs> severed sheep's head. I've travelled a whole ocean just to watch him for ten minutes eat a sheep. <laughs> the eyeball is the best part. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of vitamins in it, at least. Yeah, then why do you think birds always pack those out first? That's <laughs> the best, <laughs> best bit. A little, little, little advice: if you're if you're lost at sea, eat fish eyes. Good vitamins in that. But does it does it not pop? Did it not pop in your mouth? Yeah, it did. Mm. Juicy. <laughs> we have a we have a TV show over here um, called "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here." I don't know if you have it in Iceland and or America. We don't have but, celebrities. Um, <laughs> but there's they they have to do challenges jungle-based challenges and one of them is to eat jungle-based foods and they always have to eat a fish eye and I can't bear to watch it because you hit like they're all mic'd up with the portable mics and you can hear the pop as they chew it it's mm. awful delicious <laughs> <laughs> well Gil don't you guys have like Bjork or something well yeah <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You're, you're one you're one celebrity and basically her life was I'm a celebrity, get me out of here yeah, why, why isn't she eating fucking eyeballs, huh? she has, oh, thing, she she has, has. This, he, she has this thing called uh, oh, what do you call it self-respect <laughs> huh. I'll have to try that sometime uh, how was uh, your week, Sam? I've had a, a busy week, first proper week back at university, doing studying and writing things, and uh, not going out and drinking as much as I should have. Hmm. I haven't had a drink in a while. It's been a long uh, time. I was going to have one tonight, but I decided against it. Well, I was going to go out, but then by the time my friend had texted me to say whether we were going out, I'd already agreed to do this, so... Well, you're better off here. Yes, it's, yeah. It's le- less dangerous over here. It's also cheaper. Uh, oh, yeah, money of course. This. Well, I am charging you by the minute. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm in what? What, what, like, what currency? Pigs. Uh, pigs, yeah. Sheep, sheep uh-huh. heads. <laughs> okay, um, I got a guy. In eyeballs! <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, and I didn't do anything this week. I've just been working. Oh. And I'm going to be having to work tonight for 12 hours from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. So I won't be able to sleep until tomorrow night. So that's fine. What needs security guarding from at that time? Uh, boxes. Boxes. Boxes and skeletons. I mean, you've, you've played like a video game where there's a security guard in like a place where there's just boxes and there's nothing in the boxes. It's just. He's just there to be an obstacle. That's my job, more or less. It's like a really underwhelming Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah. Unless, you know, coyotes. Five Nights at Boxies. Oh. <laughs> it comes full circle. 
So, we have creepy pastas or just spookies, like a gill has. Uh, who would like to go first? I've got a feeling mine are going to be uh, relatively quick, so I can go first. Okay. Yeah, I sent you two uh, two creepy pastas that I got off of the the fantastic website creepypasta.com. <laughs> the only a lot of effort has gone into this. The o- the only website where it has dark red font over a dark gray background <laughs> that you can barely fucking read half the time. That's part of the spookiness. <laughs> and uh, I sent you two of them because they're both quite short. You did. So, uh, what's this first one you're going to be reading? This first one is called The Med Student. Um, The estimated reading time for this post is 0 minutes 8 seconds, and it's read 3.9 pumpkins out of 10. (laughs) I like the pumpkin reading system. (laughs) Not even, like, skulls. No, No, pumpkins. Well, the I mean, most, they are jack o' lanterns, so it is pretty spooky. The most spookiest of root vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll start with this one The Med Student. An unpopular young med student had been particularly annoying one day, and some of her classmates decided to play a trick on her. They snuck into her room after she'd gone to bed and placed an amputated arm into bed with her. The next morning, they anxiously awaited her reaction, but got none. Eventually, they went to check on her and found her sitting on the bed, moaning and gurgling as she gnawed on the arm. End of story. Bum, bum, bum! <laughs> a woman ate an arm. This has 113 comments on it. Why? God, let's... Uh, I'm out of fun mic there. I gotta read these comments. I zoned out for about 30 <laughs> seconds there, and then it was over. Seven years ago, Russell Crowe commented on this creepy pasta. That's <laughs> the real one. <laughs> Seven years ago, Russell Crowe says, I think she needs a good punch to the ovaries. <laughs> God, Russell Crowe's a fucking asshole, man. <laughs> Make a movie singing song, fighting around the world. <laughs> Here's one from uh, Pringles. I'm assuming it's the compact sawdust chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that she thinks that she murdered someone and that the person she thought she murdered found her and now she went insane because she thought she got away with it but the ghost came back to find her and all the thinking she thought made her hungry right so that's uh that's the game theory of this uh of this particular creepypasta wow Am I am I alone now? Did you guys die? Uh, no. I'm gonna I, be two minutes. I've got dickheads knocking I'm, at my window, so I'm gonna be two yeah. minutes. I'm, two minutes. Okay. I'm I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> well, let's continue to go through the comments while Sam fucks around. <laughs> uh, a comment f- from question mark question mark question mark. He's pretty spooky. How would a good punch to the ovaries help? Not person replies. A good punch to the ovaries always helps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what comments? This is a guy named What. Uh, how do they get an amputated arm? 
Well, they're med students. And then Russell Crowe fan replies, <laughs> I love... <laughs> I'd like to think that Russell Crowe has blocked Russell Crowe fan. And they all love creepypasta. So R- R- Russell Crowe fan uh, replies, I love Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> Your name seems to imply it, at least. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was Em doing? Uh, he's closing a window. He said it would take him two minutes. What so the fuck I have to is vamp his window? Time. Oh, boy. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. What kind of mansion does he live in that it takes two minutes to go and fucking close a window? I just kind of want to do like a cut to like, just like audio Sam running through his house, <laughs> slamming all the windows shut, screaming. <laughs> uh... I gotta see what else Russell Crowe has commented on now. <laughs> so yeah, when not being the gladiator or or fighting people, what does Russell Crowe do? <laughs> What does he comment on on creepypasta.com? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he really has an account. I think this is just discus or something. Some shit. This was this comment was made seven years ago, so who the fuck even knows? Hmm. <laughs> well, shit, Sam, you're fucking killing us here, man. Well, I guess we can just skip Sam for now until he comes back. You want to read yours? Um, yeah, I, I can do that. If, if you're ready. Uh, yeah, this is about as ready as I'm going to be. I'm just going to do it off the cuff. I've got, yeah, I've got a paragraph and the rest is going to be just bullshit. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> this fan fiction is called Wednesday Adams meets Shadow the Hedgehog (laughs) and it goes like this Wednesday Adams wasn't your regular 16 year old girl she was spooky in fact she was so spooky that she always got sent to the principal's office on Thursdays for being especially spooky in Mrs. Bette Midler's home math class. The principal, Principal Dwayne The Rock Johnson, was known to be especially tough on spooky kids. God damn it, Adams! The Rock screamed in her face, flexing every muscle in his upper torso, so his suit started coming apart at the seams and the three topmost buttons of his shirt came flying off. The Rock has had it with your spooky antics! Now you're going straight to Know Your Roll Boulevard, which is on the corner of Shut the Fuck Up Drive, and I'm gonna check you straight into the detention hotel. With the shit caused by that black cartoon hedgehog that transferred here last night, I don't need you to add to the pile of fuck that is my life. Get the fuck out of my office and show up to detention on Saturday. Wednesday showed up last on Saturday to the det- to detention, which the vice principal, vice principal Vin Diesel, was was overseen. 
Hey, go, go down and get a seat, said Vin Diesel. The only available seat was next to the new student, a black cartoon hedgehog named Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow couldn't believe his eyes when he laid them on Wednesday Adams. My god, she's so hot! Shadow thought to himself, I'm going to impress her. He leaned over to Wednesday and said, Hey, I got a motorcycle. <laughs> Once they paid him no heed. I just got sent to detention because I did some spooky shit. Shadow said. His incessant nagging was getting on Wednesday's nerves. Wednesday decided to have a little fun with him, so she took out her notebook and started scribbling ancient and forbidden signals on it and started reciting the old ancient words. All of a sudden, Shadow felt something happening in his lower region. He was getting hard and harder and harder. He couldn't, he couldn't, only, he couldn't sit upright anymore. Uh, Mr. Diesel, can I please go to the bathroom? Shut the fuck up, kid, said Vice Principal Vin Diesel. His penis started oozing pre-cum. That is to say, Shadow the Hedgehog's penis, not Vin, Vice Principal Vin Diesel's penis. That would be weird. Shadow the Hedgehog's penis started oozing pre-cum and getting harder and pulsating with Wednesday still mumbling the old ancient words. Shadow looked around in panic and saw that she was mumbling on ancient, ancient forbidden words over complex symbols on her notebook. Witchcraft! He shouted to himself, but he was helpless to do anything. His hands started gripping his desk and he couldn't contain himself anymore. He started to ejaculate but out of his penis didn't but his penis didn't sprout out semen. It sprouted out spiders. Thousands and thousands of tiny spiders which just came crawling out of Shadow the Hedgehog's penis. Shadow shouted in pain. What the fuck is wrong with you, kid? Can't you shut the fuck up? Vice Principal Vin Diesel said. Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams stifled a smile. And the end. I'm back and I apologize profusely. <laughs> well, we just we just finished a girl's uh, a girl's one. Okay. <laughs> it was very yeah, spooky. You... <laughs> so spooky, I had to run away. Yeah, that's yeah. That that's what happened. So, okay. uh, Sam, since you're back, with yes. impeccable with impeccable timing. Uh, would As you like always. To... Would you like to, to read the other uh, creepypasta I sent to you? I will. I will. 
Okay. Oh, this one's rated slightly higher. This is 4.2 pumpkins out of 10. Uh, um, that, uh, still that, only two minutes long. Frank. Yeah. How many pumpkins would you give my story? Oh, that's at least like a seven and a half pumpkin story. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. See, now that you've you've recorded this one without me, it means I have to actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you there, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, so this one is called I Should Have Listened. Yes, you should have, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it's quite apt. <laughs> okay. I awoke from a deep slumber due to the loud rain outside. I was used to it, though. Hell, it's Seattle, after all. Rain central. I rubbed my eyes and having to gaze out my curtainless window just at the moment when a cloaked figure appeared in the middle of the street. I rubbed my eyes again. I was sure I was seeing things. Still, I decided to get a closer look. I hopped out of my bed and peered through the window. Through the raindrops, I could still barely make out the cloaked figure. It was just standing there, not moving at all. I turned away for a second to clean my glasses on my oversized Seattle Mariners jersey. But when I turned back, I didn't see anything. Fortunately, the creepiness didn't stop there. There was a loud knocking on the front door. My parents weren't home since it was a Saturday night and they usually went to dinner and a movie. I walked to the front door and peered through the small peephole. I saw a cloaked figure, just like what I'd seen standing in the rain the night before. I was about to run back to my room when the figure spoke. You do not belong here anymore. It's time for you to come home. The figure banged loudly on the door. What do you want from me? I shouted. I need you to come home. The deep and low voice stated. Go away, you creep. I shouted. I ran back upstairs as fast as my legs could carry me. I quickly locked the door to my room and double-checked to make sure my bedroom window was locked. Then I hopped into my bed and pulled the covers tightly over me. The morning light shone through the window. The rain finally let up and it proved to be a beautiful day outside. I walked downstairs to the kitchen and found my parents crying at the table. Mom! Dad! What happened? My cries went unanswered. I peered over my dad's shoulder and saw the headline of the article he was reading. It was about me! Sixteen-year-old boy dies in accident due to rain. I stumbled backward and hit something. I turned around and saw the cloaked figure. There was no face, just red, menacing eyes and pale white skin. I tried to tell you that you needed to come home last night. You didn't want to. It's far too late now, the voice said. Just then, a hole opened up below me and I fell through. It's truly a hell where I'm at now. And that's it. <laughs> what that's is this? pretty spooky, man. Yeah, that was yeah. So it was more spooky than the other, simply by virtue of having more than ten words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking through yeah, the, the yeah. comments and there aren't there's no Hollywood celebrities in this one. There's no Russell Crowe. I saw, I, I also Russell like Crow. how <laughs> his parents only found out that he was dead by just looking at an any from six out of ten here. That was dumb, so because he didn't listen to some stranger that told the narrator come home, he goes to hell. That doesn't even. Zero out of ten. Autologic replies, but who was Rain? <laughs> I just saw that one. <sighs> Fuchsia, the creepy wolf, says it needs more seasoning. 
Oh boy. Okay, yeah, so those are my pastas, uh, Frank. That makes it your go, doesn't it? Oh shit. Okay. Alright. So <clears throat> my uh my creepypasta is called Cannibal Crossing. And my garage door is going up or down, I don't know, but I hope my dogs don't start barking, so give me a second here. Okay, I should be safe. Cannibal Crossing. This true story begins in the far gone year of 2012. It was mid-December, and the weather was only getting colder, at least 30 degrees Fahrenheit max per day. I was bored and in need of a new game to kill my endless hours indoors huddled up against an electric heater. I would cover myself and the heater with the blanket, because I don't give a flip about rules. Anyways, I was walking down the local business district in my town when I saw a quiet shop tucked between a shop that sold dark magic trinkets and a satanist church. The windows in the store were clean except for the writing on them, which was red like blood, and that it, and that it said, Used Games Shop on the window. There were bullet points written below in the same blood red ink featuring stuff like guaranteed scratched off stickers on cartridges, Every disc is kept in a jeweled case and only identified by blood red permanent marker. A no return policy, brackets, the shop disappears after you leave, close brackets, and cheap prices. I was a sucker for a bargain, so I went inside. I was greeted by a woman behind the counter who could only scream. When I asked her for a fun new game that I could play to hold me out through the harsh winter nights, she screamed while handing me a 3DS cartridge that had, that had its sticker scratched off. Written on the cartridge was New Leaf. I assumed that it was the new Animal Crossing game that had come out recently. I never played that series before, but it seemed perfect for my situation. Little did I know that it was not. I reached into my pocket to grab my wallet that I had chained to my belt loop right next to my pocket watch. But she screamed again and pointed to a sign. We only accept souls and discover cards. I had only had a visa card, so I instead signed a soul contract for the game. The clerk screamed as I left the store. I got home and popped my new game into my Nintendo 3DS, turned on the heater, grabbed a snuggly blanket, and cozied up for a relaxing evening. Unfortunately for me, it was anything but. When I booted up my handheld video game console, I noticed that the icon for Animal Crossing was not what I had expected. It was the leaf that I had expected, but it was red, like blood, and also a skull was behind it. I selected it and began the game proper. My first sight was greeted by a very friendly logo for Animal Crossing New Leaf. A rolling white field with cute houses and fuzzy animals were a delightful sight. But then it glitched out, and I had to take the game cartridge out and blow in it. Only 90s kids would get that reference. When I put it back in and started it up again, this time the friendly vista was replaced with a field of dead grass and skeletons instead of animal villagers. The logo was no longer pleasant and crisp, but now scratchy and black and red. Instead of saying, Animal Crossing New Leaf, it now read, Cannibal Crossing, Frank is a dead man! I opted to start a new game which required me to erase the previous town. An adorable puppy greeted me and asked me what I wanted to do. 
When I told her that I wished to destroy the existing town, she simply told me, This town has always been here. There was no option to continue with the new game, so I just backed out and entered into the existing village, named Murder. The screen went white, and then very, very slowly faded to my character, a cute girl wearing shorts and a tank top, standing all alone in the middle of a snowy, barren landscape. I walked upwards for a bit, as I had heard that the market area was up there. I had walked for a few minutes when I realized that so far, I had not seen a single feature to the area. No rocks, ponds, rivers, trees, flowers, let alone houses or villagers. I started to think that there was something peculiar about this game. All I could hear was my footsteps, cold and soft, ru and rushing wind. It felt empty, far more empty than any place I had ever been. I started feeling this intense isolation, as though all my friends and family had died long, long ago. I began to shiver, not from the game, but from the cold. I looked, and my heater was off. In fact, it looked old, as though it had been sitting there for years. I kept walking in Animal Crossing, making a beeline for the north, hoping I would find someone. It felt like ages since I had started the game, and when I managed to look up, I noticed that I was surrounded by snow. It was... I was still in the basement of my house, still with the blanket around me, still with the rusting and decaying heater beside me, broken. But the windows were gone and the snow had made its way inside. Looking up, I saw that the ceiling was beginning to rot and break away. There was nothing but sky overhead. I put the 3DS down and walked upstairs. For miles and miles, all I could see was white. I was alone. I was nowhere I had seen before, but I n known that I had hadn't moved from my spot in the basement. Hello? I cried out. There was no echo. Anybody? I shouted. Silence. For years I had stowed myself away from the world. I just wanted to be alone and enjoy what time I had, but not like this. This was hell. I knew this was hell. So I went back into the basement and picked up the 3DS. My character was still on the screen, and now she was shivering too. I felt so bad for her that I reached out to touch her, to make her feel not so alone. Now, at this point in the story, my friends, you would expect a sudden twist, some warmth. The character on the screen would feel happy and in good company. I would learn not to isolate myself and become a more functioning member of society. I wouldn't have to churn out podcasts made of validating my existence to the world to say, Hey, I exist! I have a purpose! You would expect something funny and wacky to happen, so you could go back to thinking that everything is fine. Have a laugh. Forget about your troubles. Forget about me. But that's not how the world works. I died there in that basement. Not a mortal death, but one of spirit. I knew that I would never have the self-validation that I so craved. I would never gain notoriety or fame or see my dreams come true. I had accepted that and moved on. I went for a walk today, and it was cold out. Again. I felt a strong sense of deja vu when I happened to come across my childhood home. I could remember those days of wonder and fun. The world was ahead of me then. I had potential. I could remember my happiest memory. It was in my bedroom, and it was Christmas Day. I was only about five or so, and my parents had bought me Pokemon Yellow version with the matching Pokemon Game Boy Color. I probably still believed in Santa back then. I could remember someone calling for me. Donkey! Shrek was at my window again. He smiled ear to ear when I turned around to see him there, wearing only his tunic. 
His fat green cock was limp, but not for long. I slowly and seductively undid my overalls, strap by strap, to reveal that I was wearing the lingerie he sent me for Christmas. This is my swamp. He screeched as he floated towards me. As he did so, his dick slowly became engorged by his oily green blood. His tree trunk was now tumescent and as wild as a crocodile. I present my onion to thee, I chanted, for thou to peel layer by layer. That's weird, kid, said Shrek, but he entered me anyways. I screamed from the pain, but I did it for Shrek. He was a tender brute, and a brute he was. I had to muffle my screams of both delight and anguish, but to no avail. My father, who was Samuel L. Jackson at the time, kicked down my door. MOTHERFUCKER! He shouted in confusion as Shrek pulled out and began shooting his ogre load all over the room, Samuel L. Jackson's face included. Nothing but net! Shrek shouted as he jumped through my other closed window, shattering the glass as he flew off into the Christmas night. My Sam Jackson father beat me terribly that night, but it didn't matter. I had a little piece of Shrek in me now, to cherish forever, or until I fell shit out into the toilet. Either way, I walked back to the abandoned house where my 3DS was, popped out the cartridge, which of course set everything back to normal. I blessed it with holy gasoline and set it on fire, watching as all the evil spirits flew out of it, cursing my name! And that's the story of Cannibal Crossing. Brilliant. That truly was the beginner's guide of creepypastas. <laughs> that, that sound isn't me clapping, it's me masturbating. <laughs> I think that might be the best thing I've ever heard from. And see, now it's a dilemma because you don't know if it was a good thing for you to get this podcast or to tell people about it because yeah. that's meaningful, right? <laughs> that that story was written by my friend Coda. <laughs> I did think that's where it was going when you started saying, oh, I'd be on fourth wall breaking and like, oh, I do podcasts about my father myself. Like, oh, I feel bad for Frank. <laughs> <laughs> then of course sex was shrank well and yeah. Samuel L. Jackson so yeah. why not I'm <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen this has been another rousing episode of Tales from the Fic I want to leave you all today with a proper goodbye message more well First, I just want to say thank you to my two good friends, Egil Anderson and Sam Forster, for joining me today. My pleasure. And I want to say thank you to you, listener, who isn't really there because nobody listens to this show. You're a good person, but also a bad person. So take that lesson. Makes you think, doesn't it? I'm kind of floundering here. Let's end the show. I thought there okay. might have been the end point you were trying to work towards there, but no. No, no, I I thought I thought I would I thought if I walked to it I would get somewhere, but I've just been walking in circles, so no. Yeah, that's that's what happened with my story. <laughs> Alright. Uh, well, if if people would like to, they can always go to shattered.media to see more stuff that we've done even though we don't really do anything on there anymore uh who knows we might start doing stuff again who knows who knows who knows sure uh, who knows. 
Agil, where can people find your stuff? Uh, Death Turner on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Yeah, that's Death Turner, just so people know. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have a new song coming out soon. Yeah, and your music's yeah, fucking good, dude. Really. People should really check it out. Uh, Sam, you, go. Uh, I don't do anything creative, um, but if you want, you could uh, follow me on Twitter uh, at Mr. Samuel. And maybe read a couple of the articles that I wrote on Shatter Media while I still wrote them. I did a review for Ant-Man. So if you're really behind on Marvel films, go and read that. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to go rent Ant-Man, you can you can listen to this now. You read it now, I mean. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I need to see that. Go read my review first, Eagle. <laughs> I, I am the host man whose name is Frank Margarella. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Frank Margarella, M-A-R-G-A-R-E-L-L-A. Uh, you can go to my website, turtlecade.com, which is where I just kind of archive all the stuff I do. Uh find my stuff on cheddar.media whatever um you can also if you if you like the show uh on itunes you can just rate and review it uh and or subscribe or just tell other people to do that uh from what i found out downloading the show does nothing to help it get more views on uh on itunes that that just goes through the rss feed that doesn't have anything to do with itunes so if if you want the show to get more public more people to see it right rating and reviewing it really helps so i would appreciate that and that's that have a happy halloween happy everybody halloween. happy halloween sam what are you gonna be for halloween oh i hate halloween so i probably won't be anything you fucking loser last year i was zombie captain kirk but people just thought i'd been down on a girl on a period so a gill how about you i'm pepsi man Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. Yeah, I still haven't figured out what I'm doing. It's probably just going to put on a wig. That's all. All right. Bye. 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 I can't exactly. All right. Well, here, look, you guys know about the Cocoa Puffs thing? No. Alright, so I'll say, I'd really like no. a bowl of love, and then you have to immediately follow up with Cocoa Puffs. So that, this is how we know exactly how much delay is there. Alright? Alright. Okay. I'd really like a bowl of love. Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. <laughs>